What? They should have not given me a mic or a podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. You already know we're back with another episode. But before we jump into the episode, don't forget to head over to our Twitter. You can find us at Traffic by AR on Twitter. That is our book club community. We have a whole bunch of polls and different discussions going on. One of the discussions right now is actually, who would y'all rather be, Ari or Royale? Y'all team Ari or y'all team Royale? Let me know, let me know, let me know, you know. Head on over and give us your answer. Or you can even answer in our poll uh, that we have underneath the episode. But I won't even hold y'all too long because I know, I know, I know, I know. We got to jump in and figure out what the heck is going on with our girl. Because she seems to just always be getting herself into some ish, right? So without further ado, this is episode seven. It's been war ever since. We won't swear. (laughs) All right, let's jump into this. He stiffly walked to the door. Who is it? He asked. Housekeeping. You want me to change the towels for you? You have the sign up. She responded back in a kind of annoyed way. She must have heard us earlier or something. No, my apologies. We're good. Thank you. I'll buzz down if anything. He said back as politely as he could without opening the door. You seem like you weren't expecting housekeeping. I said coyly. Who got your panties in a bunch? I said in a smart ass tone. I wasn't expecting any fucking buddy because I didn't ask for no damn towels to be changed. He said as he laughed and walked back to the washroom. He moved like he dodged a, bu- a bullet. Get your ass in here, yo. I got up off the bed and went to go shower. He was washing me down and scrubbing my body like he wasn't fucking a whole other bitch. We finished up, got out the shower, and I got ready and decided to ball up a spliff while he got dressed. My mind was lost in the battles of my thoughts. That's why I hate sex. The way it has the ability to temporary fix. You get some amazing dick and the blinders come on. All the reasons you should leave become pessimistic and all the reasons you shouldn't become optimism and intuition. Meanwhile, you're still dealing with the same ancient nigga, just with a different orgasm. Pablo's phone rang for about one minute before he decided to answer it. Hello? Yo. Yo. What the fuck? Dog, what are you saying to me right now? He asked. I was immediately slapped out of my world by whatever young and the restless drama I was hearing over his phone. Bro, I'm fucking OT. Do you know how long? You know what? Don't say a word. I'll see you just now. He said angrily before he got off the phone and bursted out of the living room. He immediately started gathering up his PS5 and what little of his things he had out. Fuck, man. Fuck. He yelled out. Whoa. Whoa. You have to calm down. You're in these white people's place. What is going on? I asked. We were hit. I gotta go. We gotta go. He said frantically. We gotta aware. What do you mean we were hit? I asked a bit scared. Back to Toronto, Royale. Our people were hit last night. I have to go back to Toronto. We have to go. Get your shit from the house. Fuck, man. He yelled out again. My mind was racing. I couldn't leave Windsor. Not yet. I was making good money. I needed a few more days and I'd be good. I had to think of a plan because I couldn't leave. I should stay, baby. I'm making good money out here. Plus, we're going to need it now if we're hit. I'll ask French right now if I can get a ride down with her, I said quickly as I went and got my phone to text French. Uh, Okay. You know what? Yeah. Find out what she's coming back to Toronto. Worst case scenario, you could take the Greyhound, I guess. You're thinking. I fucking blew you, girl, he said as he picked up his stuff and headed to the entryway. French hit me back in no time like the savior she is. 
and said that's no problem. She's leaving in three days. As long as I have gas money to contribute, she's cool. She's leaving in three days. All right, maybe this girl isn't so bad after all, he said, opening the hotel door for me. We smoked the spliff in the car on our way back to the stripper house. Pablo gave me a kiss and sped off. He told me to hit him when I'm at work, and he'll call me when he's back home. I wasn't going to hold my breath. Okay, what the fuck happened? Fill me in, girl. I thought you were going back with your man. French was like a little kid waiting for her favorite after-school show to come on. Okay, well, we fuck. But you have to have those last-time fucks. Or you're just going to be wondering forever. Me and French looked at each other and laughed. And honestly, girl, I don't really know, but he's tweaking. He said he got hit last night, and he has to go back to the city. So I'm guessing it's some serious shit. He didn't really say too much. But I told him I should stay and still make money, and that's why I asked you for a ride down, I said. Well, obviously, you guys fucked. Look at you two sexy people. And he's still technically your man. But that's crazy, though. Well, let's get ready for work. No reason to shed tears over spilled milk. French is right, but I couldn't help but feeling a little bit worried. It was obviously had to be something serious if he had to go back to Toronto. But she's right. No use in being worried about something you can't change. Plus, this is the same nigga that's been fucking around with Ari. Let me not get too comfortable. You right, I said. We got ready for work and headed out. It was the easiest night yet. I was feeling pretty good considering all the chaos around me. We finished working our two days and were finally heading back to the city. French hooked us up to see Mr. Money Man and Mike one more time before we left. I ended up pocketing 5300 towards my new life. It wasn't much, but it was exactly what I needed. French reminded me that my name was technically on the lease, so if I didn't want to leave that place, I shouldn't. He should be the one that leaves and goes and moves out with Ari. And that's what I was going to tell him. I'll pay the rent and utilities by myself. He can go move in with Ari for all I care, but I'm not leaving. I want to pay down my next month's rent while I hustle and buy a few new pieces for the house in the meantime. French dropped me back home and gave me a few words of encouragement before I left. I was finally going to leave Pablo and become a renegade like her. And it seemed like it couldn't happen at a worse time for him because Pablo's friend's aunt was shot. Apparently, they caught him lacking at the club. He was going to survive, though. But it's a war on these streets right now. And aunt, his right-hand man. He's going to want someone's head for almost taking aunt's life. I just wondered what beef aunt got going on that niggas are shooting him at the club. I was so happy to be home. The smell of incense I left out tickled my nose. My house greeted me with a warm, pleasant energy. I couldn't wait to take a shower. I grabbed my phone and text Pablo I was home, then went to go stash the money until I was able to open the account and put it in. I wasn't expecting him to come home soon, since all the bullshit was going on, and he was probably with Aunt. I unpacked my things, got ready to take a bath. I put on Jasmine Sullivan's A Hawk's Tail to accompany during my bath. The water was so comforting as it wrapped around me. My skin twitched with excitement as I remembered his strong hands pressed against my throat. I sunk my fingers into my pussy as I thought about how powerful and bad I was, how I made five Gs in two weeks, how I'm really that bitch. I played with myself until I came, and then it was time to get out. I washed up, hopped out the bath, and creamed my skin. I had plans to spoil myself tonight. Spliff, ice cream, Rick and Morty, Bad Girls Club, Love and Hip Hop. It was going to be a festival up in here. Just as I was about to bust open the fridge for the ice cream, I heard a knock on the door. At first, I was nervous, then remembered how this boy is always knocking because he's too lazy to pull out his key. Man, who is it? I asked as I walked towards the door. 
to look through the people. And thank God I did, because it was Ari. Why the fuck is this bitch here? I whispered to myself as I looked through the peephole some more. It's Ari. I know I'm the last person you expected to see. I'm not here on some shit. I just need to talk to you. I know this is crazy, but just let me come in. She said, back through the door. All the things were going through my head. This was the setup. She was really here for Pablo. The list goes on. But I wanted to know so badly, why the fuck? The so-called bottom bitch was standing at my door. Yeah, this is crazy. What the fuck? Pablo sent you? I asked. No, it's complicated. He doesn't know. I'm here. Let's keep it that way. Girl, I'm not talking outside the door like this. Are you going to let me in? She asked. Uh, give me two minutes, I said back quickly. I ran around the house cleaning up any clothes, loose towels, or just anything that made it seem like I was a dirty bitch. Because I wasn't. And she wasn't going to catch me on my downtime and think she had one up on me. Ran back over to the door. Peeped through the people one more time, then opened the door with my arm held out to gesture her in. Hey, she said as she walked through. I'm sorry to pop up on you like this. Head us towards the bar stools in the kitchen. I know you weren't expecting to see my face, especially after what happened at the club, she said. So I'm guessing you know where I am, because you've been here. And he told you I was back in the city too, obviously. Crazy. That as I sat down. The disrespect doesn't fucking stop. To be honest, I've only been here like three, four times, and it was never upstairs. He told me what unit he lived in when you guys first got the place. But you're handling this strangely kind of well, considering the last time we saw each other, I told you I was his bottom bitch. And you didn't believe me, she said in a way that kind of snubbed me. No, that's the last time you seen me. That wasn't the last time I seen you. You were rocking that dress at Caesars. Y'all must really put on a show every time you step up, huh? So you knew, she asked. Not when I seen you at Atlantis, I didn't. What, that's what you're coming to tell me? That you knew about me this whole time? Try and get it in my head that you, that's your nigga? Because bitch, you can have him. Fuck I want with a pimp that can't stand on his word. I'm good. She laughed on her breath. You're funny. I did come to tell you, you should leave this nigga. But not because he's mine, but because he's a popcorn ass pimp. She said as she straightened up her back in the seat. Is that so? If that's the case, why the fuck are you still with him? I asked. That's a good fucking question. One I'm still asking myself, to be honest. Look, I'm not young anymore. And I wasn't always with Pablo. Before him, I was with a real pimp. His name was Bam. I love that nigga. But he was a real ass pimp, not like Pablo. I was young, scared, and wanted love over money. And Pablo loved Bami. He acted like my boyfriend, and Bam acted like my pimp. Anyways, I ended up choosing up to Pablo. And it's been war with him and Bam ever since. To keep it real, I knew about you. But he told me you were a little white thing he had running the track. Pablo ain't no player like that. So I didn't expect him to bag a you. So I never pressed it. My face was shocked. I was shocked. This was so much news. The only BAM I knew in the pimp world was Mr. B. And Mr. B was a notorious badass pimp from Nova Scotia. Him and his family came up and took over the pimping game in Toronto. Mr. B was old school. Pimps up, holes down style. I couldn't believe Pablo stole Ari from Mr. B. That's why I was stunned as fuck seeing you. You were supposed to be white. I told this nigga I'm going to Windsor for a week to get away from everything. And he comes and brings you. He only came because he thought Bam was going to be out in Windsor. So he took it out on me and shit. But Bam was in Toronto and him and his boys went to the club and they ran into Ant by himself and they chased him out the parking lot and then started swapping it out. 
Ant and Bam's boy got hit. But Lib, now he wants Ant's head, Pablo's head, and my fucking head, she said in a defeated yet angry voice. My brain was overstimulated and my body was overwhelmed with information. What the fuck was Ari telling me? 